Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episodes, whether they were real world fact world factors that crept into the writing or the episode is typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm the lifelong fan, I'm familiar with pretty much all aspects of the franchise. And there's Ed. And I am Ed. I know nothing about Transformers. And uh, this week we're doing something a little different. Uh, we're finally, by uh, rapid request, we are finally delving into the 2007 cinematic masterpiece, Michael Bay's Transformers. Uh, and this week we're joined by friends of the show, uh, Jehu, from the excellent podcast, Real Phonies. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Uh, glad to have Hi. you. Yeah. Tell us who you are and uh, what you guys do. Well, you know, it's we I mean, we mostly just talk about, you know, pop culture, uh, you know, stuff in general, leaning more towards like superhero sci fi stuff like that. But we Transformers is a big part of our uh, uh, of our shtick, I guess, because our our grading system is based on this movie, Michael Bay's Transformers. And, and that's exactly why I wanted you on the show, actually. We've been right. to do this crossover for a long time since we since before we started the show. I was like, oh, we should do a crossover with the Real Phonies. Because, <laughs> yeah, like you said, your rating system is either I like this movie more than Transformers or, or this movie was worse than Transformers. And right. which I think which I, A I find this hilarious, but I don't I was never really clear on where you guys stood on Transformers because I don't think you ever covered it on your show, did you? I think we did once way back because I think we did a Michael Bay versus. So we used to do these director versus director things. We haven't done one in a while because we're lazy. And I know one of them featured Michael Bay. So, okay. uh, but yeah, it's funny. I just found out the origin of our rating system because I. Um, you didn't I make it up. Say what? <laughs> you didn't make it up. I thought that that that's so, that's such a you thing though. I, okay, uh, this is funny. <laughs> this is funny. So I I came into the podcast late. Uh, these were friends of mine from my when back when I was living the life when I was working in movie theaters, mm -hmm. and they started a podcast. And originally, it was called Better or Worse Than Transformers. And the premise is that, that Michael Bay's Transformers is the horizon. It is either neither good nor bad. So all movies better than it are better than Transformers, and all movies worse than it are worse than Transformers. Uh, I didn't really know where it came from, but apparently, uh, you know, Christian Jones, one of my cohorts, he was always talking about movies on his social media and stuff like that. And he basically got tired of explaining his opinion. So he just started telling people, look, you just tell me a movie. I'll tell you if it's better or worse than Transformers. And it kind wow. of took off. But the funny thing is, I, like you, had thought that I come up with it, or at least that they had taken it from my stolen idea because I had, uh, I, you ever read Chuck, Chuck Klosterman? Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Chuck Klosterman uh, writes like I think, and that really right, disturbs me because exactly. he, so he just pulls the thoughts out of my head and I hate it because like, I thought of that first, like, why are you making money right. doing this? Like I should be making money doing this. Right. But 100%, 100%, like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, um, I'd always said that, you know, uh, Luke going to Dagobah instead of staying with Yoda was me playing in bands with my dumb friends instead of going to college. And, and like Chuck Klosterman had said something almost exactly similar to that. But for, for this thing, um, 
for this thing, Chuck Klosterman had this thing that Van Halen's and the Cradle Will Rock was the horizon. And anything that rocked more than it rocks, and anything that rocked less than it did not rock. And I stole that and replaced it with Will Smith. Will Smith oh, is okay. neither, a, neither a good or bad actor. So, you know, again, he's the horizon. So I thought they took the premise from me, but apparently I'm just a narcissist. I don't know, man. As long as I've known you, that sounds like something you would have just said like off the cuff and then completely forgotten about. But right. then like dumb people like me hear those things and they're like, oh, like I'm just going to take that and run with it for the next like 30 years. Right. And, uh, so there's probably something that you, you like, you were, or like our friend Zach has dropped in a conversation yeah. in like 1995 that I'm like, oh, you know, that's real funny. And I still say it. So, yeah. so me well. and Zach were hanging out recently and he was, he basically said like, uh, I, I did a joke and he was like, oh, you're just going to pass that off. Like it's, that's your story. And I'm like, we're really going to start that now, like 30 <laughs> years in. Like, I don't even know if that's my story, honestly, you know, it might be yours. It might be mine. And you don't know either. It's like every, it's everybody's. It's right. everybody's yeah. Right. So, yeah. Right. All right. All right. Well, so, cool. Like, well, yeah. Is it, uh, is it Will Smith, uh, ID4 Will Smith? I mean, he's welcome to earth. Will Smith. Are you talking like, um, uh, was it the earth after, was it the, the after earth movie? Which Will Smith you mean? Uh, Fresh Prince. I mean, I really mean all of them, but I think ID4 is a, is a good benchmark for Will Smith <laughs> acting. Cause welcome to I earth. mean, you know, I mean, I don't think you've got to be a great actor to make a, a great movie. John Wayne wasn't a great actor. He just looked and sounded cool. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Will Smith's the same way. But uh, ID4 is probably the... Because uh, I'm not a huge fan of ID4. It's really? ID, ID4 worse than Transformers. Uh, oh, man. We're, we're going to have to get into it then. Because, uh, yeah, all right. But <laughs> I, I strongly disagree there, there's there. A, there's it, a great line in this uh, in the movie. I I, I haven't caught because I've watched this in years, honestly, because I'm not a gigantic fan of either. But uh, there's a the point where this guy's running with the camera. This is better than Armageddon. I'm like, hey, did Bay do my Armageddon? And yeah, of course he did. Oh, it's yeah. explosions. It's oh, oil, oil workers in space on an on an asteroid or a comet, whatever. Right. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. uh that's Michael Bay all the way. Right. Anyway, so let's get this started, man. All okay. right. Yeah, so this I is... haven't seen hadn't seen this movie probably maybe like a decade. Um, you know, I I'm like we the heart spiel every week. I'm a huge lifelong fan. And when it came out, it was really cool because you get to see these things in real life, quote unquote real life. Um, you know, they're, they shine and metallic and all. Right. Not a, okay. Yeah. It was my, my wife and I were watching it last night. She goes like, you know, it's taking only 10 minutes to transform the first time. I think he's just being melodramatic because it goes on forever. It is the right. longest transformation scene. Like, what is he doing now? He's like flipping this panel and this panel. Like no one wants to see that for 10 minutes. That's why the movie is two and a half hours long. Right. Yeah. Dude, it is. Oh my God. So yeah, <laughs> it, it is so long. But you know what though? Like, okay. So this is Michael Bay and I know. He gets a bad rap a lot of times, and yeah, that dude has made some straight up trash. He's mo most of his his body of work is just garbage. Right. But he he also made Bad Boys, and Bad Boys is a very fun. I, I, I like he Bad also Boys. made The Rock, and that yeah, I, was, I the love Rock The Rock. Is, is great. The Rock is fantastic. A legitimately good movie, especially if you're a James Bond fan, because it's like a coda right. to the to the Connery Bonds <laughs> as the as the conspiracy theory goes, you know, and uh. Um, and this one might be farther than other people are willing to go, but I love Con Air. 
It's I fun. Mean, you know what? I've never finished Con Air. I, that's a it's movie really that, like, I, I, I'm, so I'm infamous stupid. for this. Where like, I, like I've, I think I said before, like I've tried to start Avatar like 15 times and I can't finish it because every I get 20 or 30 minutes into that movie and then I'm like, I'm just gonna watch Aliens instead because it's the same movie, but it's it, like I, I'm getting the same effect out of it, but it's a 10 million times better than Avatar. But I'm they, gonna tell you the Rosetta Stone for enjoying Con Air. <laughs> okay. okay. Just like you just said about uh, The Rock, that basically it's it's a James Bond movie. Con Air is H.I. McDonough in an action movie. Oh, well, I'm going to watch it right now. Kill the feed. I'm going to watch that right now. Because, Done. Yeah. <laughs> Episodes of the can. Um, no, actually, man, there, there are so many good things to like about his movies. Honestly, yes, they're, straight, they're popcorn movies, man. I, right. I I, I, I got to uh, sidebar this for a second. Uh, our, our friend... Um, um, Oh my God, Adam blanking his name. Our buddy we used to game with who uh, you still keep contact with. Um, I don't know, Tristan. 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 Oh yeah. Yes. Oh my God, I can't believe I, I saw his face. <laughs> he we were gaming one night. He comes and goes, guys. I've just got Adam Avatar. That is James Cameron's magnum opus. And he didn't say anything. He just left it there. I'm like, okay, dude. I, I guess I'm watching this. And was that uh, was serious it? about it? Yes. Oh, wow. he was starstruck. He was oh, gonna, like, uh, you can oh. see the. He's trying constantly pick his jaw up off the table. I'm like, dude, okay, I'm I'm in. Right. I didn't actually see it till it came out on DVD. But um, I mean, if you can take a movie that has what is it? Um, what was the stone, the mineral they were looking for? I call it unobtainium. You guys ripped, and you guys you ripped that, that on your show like two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> that is the dumbest sounding <laughs> thing. Oh my god! I, every time I see that, that's the most. That's the cringiest part of that movie. Unobtainium. Um. Really anyway, speaking but of, it's uh, almost like a line in the sand. It's like either get on board with this yeah. or don't. Like if you accept <laughs> this, you're going to enjoy. Name this it movie. after your first dog who died in a tragic car accident, but don't call it unobtainium. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was uh, it was not good. Was um, not so, good. so speaking of speaking, of, good, speaking of not speaking of not good. Uh, so yeah, th- this starts off with some. We get we get the military squad. We get we've got an all American dude that I, I swear to God, if you told me this was Tom Brady in this movie, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> um, you you've got, you've got the ethnic dude that really yes. likes food. And this yes. is the staple of, of military. You got the, the, the black guy that, that doesn't want to eat that food. Right. He's real mad. He doesn't want that. English. We don't speak and, Spanish. And, and then you've got the, the, the guy from the big sports town. In this case it's Boston. It's the usually Boston. Park. This right. guy, this guy may as well have had a dropkick Murphy's t-shirt on. <laughs> right. And, um, I said the same thing, man. It is the most, it is the basic, like, different, you know, kind of carbon copy, just guy, throw this character in there, this character, but, you know, they're real Americans, you know. They're real real Americans. Definitely, definitely Michael Bay is like, has his big boy crush on military dudes. Oh, yeah. Like, on full display in this. Oh, we're, yeah, we're going to get to that too. Uh, well, because this was this was really like Band of Brothers which was kind of funny because uh, later on, um, one of the guys from Band of Brothers actually has a little cameo as the as the sheriff. Um, All right. Yeah, Lutz, I believe it was, uh, is the is the sheriff. Um, yeah, and then a uh, then a helicopter lands and transforms and uh, blows up the, the military base, and uh, that was actually very cool. I was uh, I was actually yeah. okay. I was actually I, okay with that. I think the end. You know, this movie has problems, but I think the intro is pretty bulletproof. And great. Yeah. I, 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 I've, I've said this a lot, but this this movie sort of uh, made me believe in a concept I didn't believe in before. Like it w- it almost was like one of those things when I saw this, 
You know, it's like when uh, a detective at the end of the movie gets the the clue that makes him see all the other clues in the past lining up. So, oh, yeah. I, you know, I was a, I was heavy in the middle of living the life, working in movie theaters that, at the time this movie came out. And specifically at this time, I was only working projection, which was awesome. Happiest I ever was in my <laughs> life. Just not talking to anybody and working on projectors and watching movies. It was awesome. So uh, I watched this movie for the first time completely by myself in a screen. And I thought, this is the dumbest smurfing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Good smurfing, because I know you guys don't cuss on this one. So trying to keep it clean. I appreciate that. Good, yeah, but, wow. Uh, Good family friendly. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was wondering if that was why. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, then the very next night, I, I sat in on a sold-out show of it and had a blast. And specifically that scene we're just talking about right now. When I watched it the first time myself and the helicopter transforms and you hear the transformer noise, I was like, man, this is pandering and cheesy. I don't like it. Watch it with a crowd and yeah. you hear everybody pop for that transformer noise and you pop. It's like wrestling, you know? I, I was about to say that I, I totally nerded out for the uh, for, for the transforming sound. Um, right. Like it's, uh, and I, on the earlier episodes of our show, I've established that I love the transforming sound. Right. Despite not being a fan of transformers, I love it. Yeah, I love the, the transforming sound. Well, so uh, At that point, I just, I believed in mob rule. I believe mob rule is a thing. I believe mm -hmm. you experience something different as a crowd than you do alone. And I've sort of, like, now I'm always looking for that in movies. I'm looking for a spot that's specifically there for an audience to pop for. You know, like uh, huh. like in The Force Awakens, when Han Solo first comes through the door, you'll notice there's a little space and then the music hits. It's mm -hmm. giving the audience time to pop before they play the music. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm not I even going to lie, man. I love stuff like that. I, I, I got a little teary during that part. I'm not even going to. I can't well, even that front. Great. <laughs> I, love, Dude, okay. I love that part. So yeah. full disclosure, this movie, during certain scenes, when I see them all driving up and they're meeting that alley, I get a little teary-eyed. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. the feeling of seeing this the first time. It was like, oh, man, this is great. There are I get teary-eyed when I see like the, the finale of Armageddon. I, I get teary-eyed stupid points in movies. Don't, don't. Don't even start with that. When that when that oh, little when that little kid runs <laughs> runs up on the airfield, don't get me started on that with the with the space shuttle's hand. Is that that's not a that's not a salesman? That's your daddy. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, As a dad, I, I, I that's, that's fine. I, I can no, I get it. I mean, like, I, I still get teary eyed at the end of yeah. uh, Return of the King whenever. Uh, oh yeah, Viggo Mortensen said, "Yeah, I mean, like, you, oh, my friend, yeah, you kneel before the man." I'm like, oh god, don't, don't, no, no, Vigo, no, don't do it. Ronald Reagan screwed us all up when he decided that you could advertise to children. So, you know, <laughs> my grandpa used to always say, uh, uh, you know, Odell, he used to always say, son, that stuff's going to warp your mind. And he was totally right. He's, he was right. Oh, yeah. He was right, absolutely, absolutely right. right. So, I mean, I'm the same way. The uh, the the part in Avengers Endgame where uh, Falcon comes through on the uh, on the radio and says, uh, on your left. Man, I get 100%. I get teary every time I've watched that. It's it's overwhelming. It's one that it hits that emotional level just right. right. But Fair there's enough, a, speaking of emotional level, some of the action and the reactions and some of the scenes of this thing. I was reading some trivia about this. One of the best scenes is like 40 minutes in. They they the all the soldiers get past that that, that uh transformation scene, the first scene. 
they're uh, trying to get a hold of a telephone to uh, radio about what's going on. And uh, the scorpion um, attacks. Scorpion right. transformer. And starts right. knocking on the tower. And that one dude, Fenway, turns around and goes, what was that? And like they didn't hear any of this other stuff happening. And then they start running down the hill. And the expressions of their faces are like, ah! <laughs> okay, I found out why. Apparently, he can't get the reaction he wanted, Michael Bay. So he set a primer cord under the sand and just said, hey, oh. just start running. And they're running like, you know, like they're about to be blown up. And you see the the sand go up like crazy. And one dude turns back and looks and comes back. <laughs> yeah. He like, just like, just run guys, run, run fast. And they didn't tell him what's going on. They just see the sand blowing up behind them. Like crap, you know, right. it's, it's funny watching this stuff now, going back and looking at that. Oh, Jesus. So. And we got Shia LaBeouf as us uh, as Sam or Spike here, I guess, right? Yeah, like, Sam. Man, I, I'm going to say, you know, I, I'm usually the first guy that, that defends these types of guys because, like, I, I defended DiCaprio after Titanic. I've never seen Titanic, but right. DiCaprio is the best actor of his generation, yeah, straight up. And I, I will, I will fight you. I will physically fight you over that. Right. Right. I, agree, Shredder, I, I, I defend, I defend Robert Pattinson. Because, like, I've never seen Twilight. I'll probably never see Twilight. But that dude's a fantastic actor, and uh, The Lighthouse is amazing. But, right. man, I can't do anything with this dude. I cannot do anything with Shia LaBeouf. Um, well, I'm I mean, still – I mean, I'm still mad about Indiana Jones. Um, oh, yeah, we all. Right. And, we all are. It's fine. Well, I mean, like, this character really doesn't help him because he is just <laughs> a yelling idiot. Dude. Like, like he brings – nothing to the table like Michaela is so much more capable than him everyone else in the movie is so much more capable well you know and the other thing is I don't understand like there's this trope of like a dork like a high school dork in not even like like a nerd or a geek this guy's just a dork you know right um but he's obsessed with hanging out with cool guys like why does he want to hang out with cool guys when they're so mean to him but then he wants to steal the cool guy's girlfriend like what kind of what kind of guy does this stuff but then hold on there's another layer to this though because hold on let me um like okay so like like if you look in his room right he's got like skateboards all over the wall he's got he's got a misfits poster right so this guy is like a punk rocker like um like on some level he's a punk rocker right he wears a strokes t-shirt Right. So, yeah. uh, but like, so he's trying to hang out with, why is he trying to hang out with the cool guys? Because he's obviously also rich and on some level he would be a popular kid. So yeah. essentially, this dude is just Fat Mike from No Effects. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, That's so solid. Ed. Why is he hanging out with But on the subject of the Strokes t shirt. So, uh, man, um, yeah, dude. Uh, like, I don't understand why that was really in the movie because, like, I mean, he wears it like through two thirds of the movie, mm. and, and but it's bizarre because you don't normally see the main character of a movie wearing like any kind of recognizable screen print T shirt. So, They're normally right. wearing plain clothes, which is which this was that was an odd like uh, like costuming choice. Um, but I mean, or if it's a screen printer, it's like a like a generic logo or something like yeah. that. But um, well, what I got, I thought was weird is that like, what what if this happened to you? Like, what if you happened to get into some multi day like stressful thing and you were wearing a, like a, a a printed t shirt of something like that right. that like it's just some random shirt and maybe it was something you weren't into anymore. 
Like, right. uh, like, like maybe like zombies attacked your town and you happen to be wearing like an old Primus t-shirt or something right. like that. And everybody <laughs> thought you were just real big into Primus for the rest of your life, you know? <laughs> and I mean, really at this point, the strokes are kind of over. You know, were because like yeah, even the second they album, were done. The second uh, album was already yeah. out. My, my and, theory on this though is he's the kind of guy who went to Target or uh, or Hot Topic and got some someone says Jester shirt from wear because there's no way in hell this guy's listening to that at that time. <laughs> oh, I, I, he had a garbage poster oh, hanging in his room, yeah. too, which was really exactly. weird because garbage was way over at that point. Yeah, right, and, yeah. Totally. no way this guy's listening to that music. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, he was a. He was I think dark, maybe man. he just likes cool logos. That may be. Like the Misfits is a cool logo. The Strokes is a cool logo. Oh, yeah. The Misfits is a very cool logo. That is one of the best yes. logos. Um, Iconic. But, yeah, man. Um, oh, yeah. This, ca- this cast, though, man, like, it, dude, it's just <laughs> constant, like, great people. And they, this is what they ended up with. Like, Bernie Mac is in this. Like, Bernie pretty... Mac ruled in this. And, like, I think just a lot Boy. of these people are like, man, I don't know what this is. I don't even know yeah. what I'm acting about. I'm just, you know, who cares? I'm just going to do whatever. And that part's pretty entertaining. Uh, Stan's dad is the worst dad ever. Yeah. Driving past the Porsche thing. Which, I mean, he should, I mean, he has to understand that his son's an idiot. Like, none of us would have fallen for that, right? 100%. So he should have known he's going to cause real harm to his son by doing that. (laughs) That's probably why his son's like that. Actually, they're, his parents are the best part of that whole family dynamic. His parents, yeah, I I could I could listen to them say stuff to each other all day long. Hilarious, right? Particularly uh, the mom. The mom yo, is very fun. God, that that, her, that his mom reminds me of my mom. Just saying stuff. You met my mom now, Ed. My mom will just say random stuff that I don't want anyone else knowing out loud. Yeah, she was a hoot at your wedding. So oh, yeah, yeah she's, I'll, she's I'll funny. Me, uh, Except when she knows that, stuff so. about your past, you don't want her telling anyone else. Oh, because you're gonna find out. Yeah. Oh, oh I, you're gonna I find out all yeah. kinds of stuff about. I found out all kinds of stuff about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was a short amount of time too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, hey. uh, I was gonna um, get up in arms about all the hackers because they hired like the, uh, the the Pentagon <laughs> hired hackers, and um, this, my my day job is in IT, and specifically, right. I work in internet security. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was like, man, look, they got all these. They, they hired all these hacker looking guys to do this. But then, like the, the chubby guy with the beard looks exactly like one of my friends from work, and I was like, I'm just gonna back off of this completely. Um, but then I thought about the girl because there, there's like the hot girl, uh, the Australian right. girl, Australian. which I guess this was before every movie hacker girl was a punk rocker, right? Because right, like totally. once, uh, yeah, well, once like Halt and Catch Fire came out, every every girl was a punk rocker, or, and then uh, you know, or, girl with the dragon tattoo. Our older fans, NCIS. Right, yeah, right. I, yeah. I was gonna, I thought Although was, I guess she wasn't a hacker, but same thing. Right, punk yeah, rocker, yeah. technical person. Right, the, the science girl has right. to, is a punk rocker now. That's, that's Speaking of that, goes. though, I have to ask. I was jumping ahead a bit in the movie where we're at, but uh, how come Anthony Anderson has this amazing uh, hacking program in his in his old CRT PC in his room? Where's this guy getting this kind of stuff? That was right. he instantly pulls code and uh, examines it in three dimensions, three dimensions, and like unspools it on his computer within five seconds hey man that's a, that's movie hacking dude that's, yeah, exactly. that's how it works man um yeah so uh did, did the pentagon fund this movie by the way actually like, yeah i was about to read uh read out that this was yeah. the first movie that the uh u.s department of defense they provided support uh to keep it under budget and that was the first time they'd actually put this much into something since black hawk down I was about to say support. I, I mean, this seems like yeah. This is a, like, this is like a this is a commercial for the uh, for the uh, yeah, third. This movie is like yeah. recruitment. They this allow is like F twenty twos and CV twenty two aircraft to be filmed. 
Um, yeah, they this is the first time these planes were seen in a movie since Hulk in 2003. Right. And soldiers were extras. So they have authentic uniforms and uh, they basically filmmakers, filmmakers provided advanced screening of the film for soldiers free of charge. So you're like, hey, guys, you want to be in a movie? Run. No. <laughs> um, that's pretty much what it was. But they're all excited to do it. But yeah, they, Michael Bay has this really big connection to the uh, armed forces. They love working with him. And he puts them in everything. He makes commercials for them all the time. So those well, uniforms, man, uh, like yeah. those dudes' berets never came off when they were like shooting. <laughs> they were shooting like rocket launchers and stuff. And the berets are perfect, man. They never came off, dude. I mean, it's obviously he cared so much more about filming that than he did filming giant robots. Oh, yeah. Well, there's more of it than there is giant robots in the movie. I mean, there's more <laughs> like military action than there is uh, than there are robots. Well, um, yeah. I guess one of the reasons for that, apparently um, to film like a second or like a, a scene in, in the movie, it took 38 hours of people trying to render the stuff because it was pretty pretty advanced for at the time when they were doing this. All the different panels and stuff, it took them so long to do this stuff. So he's like, yeah, we're going to cut the robots way down. Transformers gonna be a right. movie. That's it, because it was so hard to do. So they well, just right. like put in more military, you know, constantly. That, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, um, man, check that out. brings me to my biggest question about this movie, though. Mm-hmm. And it, it's sort of it's sort of a hack question, but I legit, obvi- I legit don't know who they intended this for. Obviously, they hit the mark because it played made so much money. But it's just like, you know, like. The designs on the Transformers, like at some point he decided, well, the Gen 1 designs, that's just too ridiculous. Like, that's too childish. Kids, people aren't going to accept that. Adults aren't going to watch the movie. So they do these, like, these new designs that have, like, millions of moving parts. And it's almost, like, hard to see them. Like, you're looking right at them. And you can't really see what's going on with them. But on the other side of that, it's, you know fart jokes and masturbation jokes and yeah bumblebee peeing on john Turturro yeah, and stuff really like that. that so it's not trying too hard to be an adult so i don't know i mean obviously they were right they made a lot more money from that than i'll ever see in my entire life but yeah uh, well i mean i think they could have actually not had so many moving parts and panels and stuff and had a smoother look it could have been more you know the original style right. kind of met in the middle somewhere because Bumblebee worked really well. It was more, it was getting yeah. kind of closer back to that style. Um, but yes, it, if they looked like Mazinger on the screen, it would have looked a little dumb because it's smooth metal and they somehow turned into a truck. You know, I get that, but there should have been a, like a nice middle ground, but apparently Michael right, right. Bay was just like adamant. He's like, Nope, this is how they're going to look. I'm a big fan. I want to do it this way. And people were like, what? I, like, I really hated uh, Optimus Prime's face because he didn't he didn't have the this the little like, right. the shield over the face of the mouth. Like His mouth looked real dumb. I didn't like it. Yeah, that's the weirdest part. There, I mean, he's going for making these guys look more alien, but then he takes away the most alien part about my Optimus Prime. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely bizarre. I think what else was bizarre and that kind of bothered me a lot was uh, all those thirst trap shots of Megan Fox yeah. um, because <laughs> she was like nineteen when they were filming this, and yeah. she's supposed to be like seventeen years old in high school. And this is really creepy. And maybe I don't <laughs> like Michael Bay as much as I thought I did. <laughs> well, I I will say this: she should have been the main character of this movie. She's so much more interesting and capable than Sam is. They should have done all the sexy shots with Sam. <laughs> like Sam should have been the one who has to show his body. So he he could look dirty all the time with the midriff on. Okay, <laughs> she was she was always wet in this. Did you notice that? She's, she's always, always wet and moist. dirty. 
Well, yeah, I, I mean, like, he loves wet people in general, but she was specifically wet. She was always there. Was like there had to be somebody with a spray bottle next to her that the entire on the on the set the entire oh, time. More droplets, like, more yeah. droplets. <laughs> like right there on Megan Fox's <laughs> chest the entire time. You know, um, man, speaking of uh, great characters in the movie, though, the mustache man is always in a Decepticon vehicle. Like he's in the helicopter at the beginning. He's got this great like. 80s cop mustache right he's in the he's in the police car that was actually a uh, another armed forces guy he was just like we like your look man we're gonna put you in all these vehicles you're gonna be the guy in all the vehicles for some <laughs> reason they like uh yeah you great mustache man you're come on get in here every one of the th- times you see him like the some hologram of them in a, in a vehicle that's this guy named i guess every brian time. reese he was, reese. A, that's yeah, he was a serving um mh53 pilot oh yeah that's cool but uh yeah so they made basically, yeah. They made her the more capable character. She could hot wire cars. She recognized engines. She, um, she apparently had uh, a bigger set on her than he did. He ran away most of the time, and or he was, he was just, I don't know, stupid. That's it, all he does is run and yell and screw up. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> well, his only his whole like like plot point was that his some of his grandpa did. Right. His great grandpa found some right. stuff that, was, that, that he's that was, trying to sell on eBay. He's trying to sell on eBay. <laughs> Man, that, this movie mentions eBay more than I swear to God, people that I know that sell things on eBay. Yeah, I, you, you think maybe they gave a little money? Uh, uh yeah, probably so. <laughs> there's, um, there's this great scene where he's he's running away from his from his car. Yeah, the car's following him. He's on his mom's. For some reason, his mom has a pink bicycle with a little basket on it, so he's running through town on that thing. He hits the mm-hmm. sidewalk, flips over, and she like looks over like. That was really cool. That that was what you just said right there in in a, in a nutshell. He's an idiot. There is yeah. no reason. He's just there because his great grandfather. But that, that's what. But that's where she's like, oh, maybe I will go hang out with this guy, and then pops on her Vespa, and then uh, that's pretty cool. And she um, snatches her off his her Vespa. Dude, like, yeah. clotheslines her off, and she's like, I, in my your deal, dude. Dude, in my life, I've owned four Vespas, and I loved every one of them. I really miss riding Vespas. I I had old ones. I had new ones. And I swear to God, if anybody ever wrecked me on my bike, I would have beat that person within an inch of their life. Um, It it didn't seem like a great strategy to tackle her. I don't know. It didn't seem like she was in imminent danger (laughs) after he tackled her. She would have left. Come on. This brings me to what I think is the most confusing thing about this movie. Okay, Sam is an only child, and he ruins his bike at one point. He leaves it somewhere. So the yeah. next time he goes out, he has to take out a little girl's bike. Who does the little girl's bike belong to? Well, didn't, he said that was his did, mom. Was that his mom's bike? Didn't yeah. Say, Why yeah. is mom's riding around a little bike with a white basket? It's pink right. and little girl's right. BMX. His mom version. would have a 10-speed. She's a 10-speed lady. Oh yeah, I, no, I think no. You're absolutely right, but you know the thing is because this movie is like there's a lot of tropes from like '80s films in this movie, yeah. like like a lot of oh, '80s like teen films in this movie, and that yeah. is a very '80s uh, like movie trope, especially like you know the thing where the hero has to steal like a, a little kid's bike. It happens in like Goonies. It happens right. in like you know a million other movies. So um, that, uh, you're saying Michael Bay steals tropes from other movies that are more successful. Well, here's a trope that, that, well, uh, like, I, that I, here's a trope that he stole that I don't think he initially stole, he intentionally stole though because there, there was a part um, you you were saying earlier with the where they had the phone and he's trying to call um, like the the Tom Brady looking guy is trying to call uh, like an airstrike in on a mm-hmm. cell phone which I, I don't know how that works I'm not in the military I don't know how that works I don't think you can do that but um, <laughs> right. uh, but they send in um, two A10 uh, warthogs to blow up that scorpion yep. robot right and. 
in a more capable director's hand, I think if like Guillermo del Toro was directing this movie, that I think that those A-10s would have been symbolic of G.I. Joe because those were the base for the Cobra Rattler. Right. And I, I think there would have been some sort of nod to that. As it was, though, I think that the uh, the Air Force was just like, oh, th- this is what we use to blow up things on the ground. So you have to use these. So I think <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how that, how that uh, out. War gamer guys love when they get burr, when they shoot their weapons. So let's do that. That is a very cool uh, gun. That's a cool, man. I love 18 Warthogs. Uh, full yeah. disclosure, I love this place. They're the ugliest, best things ever. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Josh, uh, Josh Dahumel or Damel, I don't know his name. I guess he's from NCIS Las Vegas. That was his big show. I never watched that. Was just, no, I think he was just on a show called Las Vegas. Oh, it was Las Vegas. I, okay. of course, know him from all my children. But, oh, of course. But, uh, no, no, but yeah, hey, it was Las that. Vegas with James Caan that he was on. Okay. Is that is that the Tom Brady Tom, yeah, Tom yeah. Brady guy? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, honestly, I like him. He's actually a, a believable character. He's the only believable soldier there. See, I, the thing is, if you switched up Tom Brady and uh, Johnny Knoxville, that's what would come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I think he's believable because he's probably he's probably kind of idiot, but he's probably a pretty good soldier. He does what he's told. Um, he, yeah, yeah, I get. It. I always view him as a less charming Timothy Oliphant. Oh uh, yeah, I could see that. Oh yeah, Timothy okay. Oliphant, though, okay. Oh, Timothy Oliphant gets it's very like muggy with his with his faces. <laughs> Maybe now more than anything else, but yeah. Every time I see him in something lately, I feel like he's doing this weird mugging with his face. Right, I, I like him. Don't get me wrong. Right. So, Man. another question I have about this movie: Do you think 2007 this was the last movie that a flip phone was a plot point? Yeah, and a Nokia, no less. Right. I, I, I like that they addressed that. Uh, that uh, what's his name thought that Nokia was a Japanese company, and that they felt the need. They felt the need to address <laughs> it as a Finnish company. I felt like I felt like that was one of those things where like somebody writing it just really wanted to show off that they knew where. Right. Uh, where Nokia is from. It's kind of like when you're listening to, um, you guys will probably not get this reference, but it's like when you're listening to Longmont Potion Castle and he really likes to to push the U- UPS hands for United Parcel Service and not United Postal Service. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all you, um, you You guys need to go listen to Longmont Potion Castle. But um, So in my notes here, though, I, I, I have, so it's now 53 minutes and 20 seconds into this movie, and now we see Transformers fighting. Right, right. Finally, fifty-three minutes. So a reasonable popcorn action movie would have been getting to the third act at this point. But instead, we sat through what was essentially two episodes of Family Ties while you're flipping back <laughs> to an episode of Twenty-Four, right. and now we're seeing what we came to see after an hour, an hour, and now we're getting Transformers doing Transformers you, things. To be fair, it started with Twenty-Four, and then it went into Family Ties. It started at Twenty-Four, and then, uh, and then, but it was like Twenty-Four is on. I was like, ah, I've already seen the episode of Twenty-Four. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch Family Ties. Uh, and, like the, uh, you can hear uh, the ticking clock, right? And then I'm like, "Oh, what's going on in 24?" And then yeah. I come back, and then it's like, "Oh, hey, a robot, a robot's here." Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It, I really think you could cut out a third of the cast, and therefore yeah. a third of the time in this movie, a third, it would be fine. A third, bro, Maybe you, could, you could gut it down to like half, man. Like, uh, man, what? Yeah. I, we talk about this all the time on our podcast, but what happened to the 90 minute movie? Dude, I don't, okay, it, well, in my next note here, one hour and two minutes, and now we get the full Autobot Transformers. Right. We, get the, we get the toy ad an hour and two minutes into this. Right. I, I, I could have watched three episodes of the original Transformers show. And gotten, <laughs> yeah. I, I could have gone, I could have watched those three, gone out and bought the toys and came back right. home and played with them. And now, and just now the scene happens. Dude, yeah, you, you, you would already be done with the Junkions if you were watching the 86 movie. 
Oh yeah, I've never, I've never seen the '86. Oh man, movie, so, uh, so we're gonna have to watch. This oh one. damn. Yeah, oh, well, that's, well, that's my that's my role hey, on the show is that I don't know anything about this. Show. Hey, it's, it's better like, than it's better than Transformers. Yeah, it is. is. It totally Transformers. Transformers, Transformers is better than Transformers. Yes, yes, hundred percent. So, but you're saying the Transformers is worse than Transformers, also. Yes, well, also I am. Yes. <laughs> okay, very good. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's actually kind of a cool fight. Um, well, like once again, it's on the dark. It moves really fast. Lots of moving shiny parts. And, you know, he basically leaves this, this other guy off to die and they drive off. <laughs> Somehow the other guy shows back up at the end of the movie. Oh, everyone call. They're like doing the Avengers Assemble and then also the evil Avengers Assemble. They're all doing the whole drive up at the end. So he's back again. I don't know why he just sat there and died. Right. And was, was that a um, was that an actual Transformer? I don't think I've ever heard of that guy before. Which one? Like, like the cop car? Is that who it was? Uh, the yeah, they, there's something they, I mean... Or did they invent him for the movie? They, they I think they invented the character for the movie, and then okay. every time they they make a new line because they have to apparently make a new line every three years, uh, they make a new version of that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I yeah, mean, definitely crazy, the Autobots but... were more about using names with something similar to what they were, whereas the Decepticons they just it was just names yeah. on crab-faced aliens. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's what they were. There were a lot of crab faces. That's, that's a good point. Uh, I was talking to my wife last night about this. She goes, I remember when this came out, I really liked it. I said, Oh, I did too. The thing is, a lot of the old fans who were the ones who were of age to have their own disposable income and to watch the movie or had kids to take to the movie didn't like the designs, mostly the faces. I think that's right. where it really comes down to. Like, if they also. I don't know the way the legs and stuff, they looked really awkward and they walked around. They looked the hulking, like, you know, creatures. Right. And then they had crab faces. Right. I think that was a major part people had a problem with. You know, I I could get over um, Shia LaBeouf, like going screaming and going, no, no, no. And wait, 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 constantly in the movie. This is all he did. That's half his dialogue. <laughs> but the crab face. Wow, and... I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely right. Oh my right. God. <laughs> there's, there's a scene where they're being chased on the highway of the interstate. And he that's all he does. He screams out three. Th- words three in a row over and over right oh it's terrible yeah. i'll tell you who's the opposite of that of, of being terrible is uh john tatura though he's so oh good he's so good he's he deserves so much better than this he's so awesome and then bumblebee pees on him and i was real uh i was uh, mad about that. i mean but, uh, the thing about john tatura in this he's the exact of what i'm talking about like this this is probably the first movie he's ever been in where he didn't really have to create a part and you know pull emotions and stuff like that he's yeah. just like oh i'm just gonna riff and have fun and you know be basically a jerk in a teen movie it's great dude yeah. he was see he's so funny and like i i don't know that we'll ever get to cover the rest of them but there is a funny part and i think the second one or the third one i think where uh they're in russia and he like knocks on a door and like i guess this russian mobster opens a little little hatch and he's like What's the password? And he's like, Dos <laughs> The guy goes, That means goodbye. Slams the door in space. <laughs> like, I could just watch that scene over and over again. It's so good. But, oh, uh, yeah. Him? He's um, great. Now, John Tatora really is the high point of like, of the, I guess, second act. I don't know. It's the third act. Maybe it's half the movie. There's 14 acts in this movie, dude. At this point, 100%. Like, I, this is like I, I three different movie. movies. Dude, I, I'm, I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah. dude, I, at this point, I completely lost the plot. I had no idea what was going on. I was trying to, like, watch this, and I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, I, and then, like, so I think this movie, sp- like, like Sam and them live around D.C. Like, because I think they established they live near the Pentagon, I think. Or they were. I don't know if they really made a deal of it. I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't know. But then at, at I don't really point, either. I don't know, but then there's a chase, and they're in the L.A. River. 
Right. And then there's because there's a shot of the Buena Vista viaduct. And I guess Michael Bay just really wanted to film that scene from Terminator 2. (laughs) That's what I was about to say. Who would ever want themselves compared to that chase scene? The best chase scene in any movie. That is, that is, that's that's top three. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best. Because I mean, like, because Fury Road exists and that entire movie is uh, an hour and a half of the best chase scene ever. Fury uh, Road's. Uh, yeah, that yeah. good point. Yeah. I, I, I've um, got to give him a watch to watch Fury Red one time. But um, so I got to say real quick, for some reason, they got Darius McCrary, who was um, Eddie Winslow from Family Matters. He plays <laughs> as Jazz, the voice of Jazz. Right. And I don't dude. know. I feel like they, they wanted to have a black dude play Jazz because Scatman Carruthers played the original Jazz. Right. But he just sees like, you know, all he does is break dances and like, you know, says really, really awkward Dude. things constantly i, I think that I, I think that michael bay just said turn up the blackness here i need this to be as black <laughs> you as you can some, like, you color like the scene, the guy. dude it was I, I just think michael bay is a huge racist i think is the whole thing I mean, as a matter of fact that is my next note in my notes is that i think michael bay is just a racist. he definitely <laughs> loves stereotypes oh yeah anthony anderson just a series of jokes based on stereotypes Dude, Anthony Anderson was like, it, it was it was bad with him too, man. Like, uh, he's a fat black guy. Like, I'm gonna eat that's up all exactly, donuts. That's like, exactly what I was gonna say. He he played a God. double stereotype. He was black. He, and he was a fat guy. So of course he eats all the donuts. I am. Um, yeah. When the thing I thought in 2023, watching this again, when you know I watched jazz and jazz got to be black like jazz was. Like, mm-hmm. man, how like angry would the internet be? Oh, you yeah. know, uh, you know, with the fake outrage over the fact that Ironhide didn't get to be a redneck. <laughs> you know, yeah. Ironhide just has some I can't even explain what accent that is, but he's definitely not, you yeah. know, redneck he, Ironhide. He's part of the traveling Wilburys. I mean, if if, uh, if Trailbreaker is Chris Christopherson, I don't know. Ironhide, he's got to be so one of the other members of I, I don't know who, though. <laughs> But yeah, he's oh. like though he's like that old you know guy who lives in the woods. He's got a bunch of shotguns, and he he has a, he has a fallout shelter, and he knows <laughs> that the commies are going to take us over one day. That's oh, no. his accent in a nutshell. Um, but man, hey, so I got to say, oh go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say real quick as far as the uh, Transformers go, one of the robots that was so dumb, but I could have watched that tweaking out. Uh, it was Frenzy. The character's name was Frenzy. That little right. tweaking one. Oh, right. Ooh, he was in, he's on Air Force One. Just he was having a moment, like hacking into the computer. It was, it was it was I could like I can watch the movie of this guy running around trying to do things that are ridiculous and you know, screwing up and getting himself killed constantly, losing his head, see, whatever. See, I, I, I thought like, that was I thought it was Starscream because he was a boombox at first. I was like, I was like, what? They they murdered my poor boy. I was so mad. To Soundwave, sound my bad. To Soundwave. Oh yeah, the, they, I they was so I was like, this is trash, dude. I, like I can't believe you guys yes. ruined my my beautiful son, my beautiful robot son like that. <laughs> Speaking Definitely of when he was interacting with the computer, that I, that feels like it almost should have gained this movie an R rating. Oh, dude, I know. I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna use different wording there but i figured i'd keep it clean as i could it looked like he was having a moment right. he was, yeah he, he was, was having a, um, he was having sam special time as, he was uh, having <laughs> but speaking of which now we get to what is really the centerpiece of the whole movie sam in the house while the transformers are being wacky outside Dude, that was the, was the weirdest scene too because <sighs> so to stay here. Strange. he can't <laughs> calm down and stay there for five minutes 
their whole thing is being robots in disguise and they have <laughs> no idea how to disguise themselves oh i'll transform into a truck but i'll park in the yard yeah like these guys right. know enough about earth that they know how to jive talk but they don't know that you don't park a semi truck <laughs> in the backyard dude and uh, yeah they're, they're like they're like holding holding on to things and like, oh, i'll spend a whole lot of time in this movie hiding which was really weird and people were hiding behind trees and stuff i'm like you're a big stompy robot how are you hiding behind a tree um, who apparently doesn't understand how to not walk on a giant fountain in the middle of a yard and crush it oh my bad God, this was this was just like some slapstick comedy and uh oh, jesus um it is great though because he um he's just constantly he because we learn to speak from your world wide web and like, dude, if they had actually learned how to speak, it would have been like the AI that Google had that learned how to be anti-Semitic in a week. Right. Uh, oh, oh, god, yeah, they would have been Nazi. They would have had swastikas. Yeah, man. I mean, um, definitely, there was someone writing this script, or maybe even it was like a punch-up guy on this second round who thought, man, if we just have uh, Optimus Prime say really mundane, modern things, people are going to think that's hilarious. Like, if he just they did, they did, but the thing is. They did that in the original show, though. We, we've we've uh, I mean, we've touched true. on that a few times. Yeah. He did that all the time, where he's like, "As you yeah. all say, uh, it's going off or whatever." Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, that that does seem the most true to the spirit of the original. Yeah, Actually, yeah. Maybe yeah. Kind, yeah it kind of movie. is. Yeah. I feel better yeah, than my bad now. That yeah, me sense. too. And because initially I hated it, now I'm like, oh, this is uh, kind of cool. It's but, uh, sense. So speaking of dialogue, uh, John Boyd pronounces robot as robot. robot. And, uh, man, you know I had a line up for that, man. I love when old guys <laughs> say robot. I immediately when that happened. I mean, oh, God. He is of the generation that should. He right. earned it. No, I agree. Uh, and now we're also an hour and 40 minutes. We're past an 80s action movie, and now Starscream shows up. Right. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I, I could have already watched, like, Beastmaster and uh, and <laughs> been angry like, again. Yes, we know. And been angry that I watched Beastmaster. I could have okay. I could have watched the Barbarians again. All right, or I could have watched uh, that 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 weird truck movie that those guys made. And uh, I mean, we're well into what I guess is the third act before the Decepticons are really introduced. Before we start giving them names and we see the whole team, you know. Yep. Oh yeah, we get everybody's name in, in subtitles. This was yeah. uh, weird. And like, so they made Devastator a tank. Which I, right. I, I think was a mistake, though. I think that someone said that's actually supposed to be a different guy. But I, like again, I don't know anything. About, I don't know anything about Transformers, but uh, buddy, I just I was gush and gush about how much you know, robots that form into a bigger robot. How cool that is! And they just yeah. they just made him. They just made him a tank. Don't don't worry. Like, they changed that in the second movie. Devastator is a whole new thing that changes into a giant um, pile of junk hanging off each other. Um, it, it, they they totally use one of the coolest Transformers ever as just the setup to a getting kicked in the balls joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was, he had two, oh, oh, oh yeah, he had two wrecking balls. That's, oh, uh, God, I blocked that out. You guys. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Man, uh, one of the things I wonder, is Hugo Weaving, does he get paid the most per word of any actor in history in this Because he movie? barely speaks anything in this. He, he says, he, there's no way he says more than 20 words in this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, you can probably only only understand a third of them too. Uh, and I wanted to hear Mr. Anderson after he spoke every time because he talked like Agent Smith, right? Just like right. very you know cut words, uh, phrases, and he it's something like like I can smell you, boy. Right. It's like I want us. I want him to say like it's it's a smell kind of line he does from the Matrix. Right, it's one right. of my favorite lines from that. Right. Um. So yeah, Chris Adler did the voice for um for Starscream. By the way, I want to say. 
he does um something on SpongeBob SquarePants. He has he's like this big voice actor in in uh, children's cartoons, and he spoke like I don't know two or three lines also. So I don't he even know that's thing. Dude, Starscream did nothing in this movie. Right. Period. Like uh, and like as much as we talk about how cool Starscream is, um, yeah. like he just he was just it was just a waste of space. That, and, um, that's the design they did the most wrong. I think. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Like <laughs> like Starscream <laughs> is just so far from the original in a way that's in no way interesting. Yeah. Well, like like the, I mean, I, I guess people could complain about you know them updating like the vehicle forms of, of these things, but like. Mm-hmm. You know, in the eighties, those were the current things. You know, like right. he, like they were F 15s because that was the that was the current fighter. But he's an F twenty two in this because that's the that's that's the current fighter. But like his robot form looked really stupid, and uh, I, I didn't I didn't care for it at all. And I think what else I didn't care for either was that was, was this dumb uh, scene where there Anthony Anderson's talking about um, like the claw marks on the uh, on the walls where this guy's like. <laughs> What's right. going on? Was Freddy Krueger in here? And he's like, "Nah, man, there's three claws. That was Wolverine, dog." Like, God. Yeah, we know you're a nerd. We can tell you're in there playing PlayStation. You're playing uh, Dance Dance Revolution, and your your cousin was while you have the most amazing hacking equipment on your old, you know, beat up PC. We know you're a nerd. Yes. Right. My God. I mean, um, like, I don't say that as a guy that I mean, I, I love Wolverine. Jesus Christ, let me name my I son after him for God's sake. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, you know, that, yeah. The uh, there's a point though. Um, I, I was another part of the trivia. They were supposed to have more lines. All the Decepticons were supposed to actually speak a lot more. But I guess one of the story editors says, "No, no, it's more mysterious. They don't talk a lot, so they look scarier." Like, dude, no, dude, have them talk a lot every time. They right, just, fire, they that, fire talk, that guy. That means Shia didn't talk, so it was, it's fine. Jesus. Or didn't scream, like, I guess. Like, we don't want the Transformers movie to be about any Transformers. That's one of the biggest complaints people had. Right. right. So, but then they made him a they made him a virus also. Like they can like you can just infect like technology with with it. like that this yeah. that was that was dumb. Like yeah, I mean, you know, they established that you know, making a new Transformer, that's a big deal. You know, you have right. to go through like all kinds of stuff to do that. And they like, try to they, conflate a lot of things from the old um from the old TV show slash the comic slash what they thought might be really cool on a screen. Right. And apparently, like if you drop the cube, it like sends a wave and turns uh, Mountain Dew machines into robots. It spits out cans. <laughs> Man, that's Xbox. solid block product placement, though. Oh god, yes. that is definitely Xbox, the, the sound on the Xbox went off. Mountain Dew. Dude, the Xbox was it. That was really. How about no, the, uh, really the, the Mercedes that one girl's driving? It it has it turns into a claw on the steering wheel, and you know, of course, they're driving a Mercedes SUV in the, in the middle of no town, USA. Right. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I think it was so, it's something like that. There's a really funny uh, scene here because, like, we uh, you know talking about the original episodes, we talk a lot about how there's a lot of scenes of like some dudes working at a power plant or dudes at a right. dam doing nothing. But there's a scene here with dudes sitting there working at a dam eating sandwiches. And I was it like, would have been so dude. cool if they were all wearing the, the yellow boots, like they had Buster hard hats. <laughs> that was the I best wish. callback. I wish so bad they had that. Like, because yeah. uh, I know that was intentional, and uh, and I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was so pretty cool. How about this? Um, well, I brought this up also. You were natural resource management majors um, or uh, conservation managers. So um, the the dam is now kind of, you know, breaking apart now that the, the waters are so low out there in the Western United States because of the drought. How about now you have this cube being hidden in this dam that's coming kind of falling apart now in this giant robot. What are you going to do now with it? That was a really right. bad planning. And why would you put the <laughs> MacGuffin in the middle of the same place as you put the giant alien robot that wants the MacGuffin? 
Which well, MacGuffin? There were I mean, 14 what MacGuffins are the in this movie. With this movie, too many MacGuffins. There's 14 yeah. of them. The no, MacGuffins have MacGuffins. This is as bad as that Conan movie that came out with Jason Momoa, where it was like the MacGuffin, MacGuffin was a girl, but she had a MacGuffin to get the girl. And it was like, right. like Jesus, dude. Um, One of the only people so, that liked that movie, though. So. Oh, oh, don't, don't, um, please. I, I liked Conan in the story when I was younger, too. So I, I my tastes are really suspect. I have a shelf full of, full of Conan books up there. I love Conan, but like, I, 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 didn't, Conan. I didn't like that movie. But, um, I, uh, I mean, it's it seemed like perfect casting, but I just said, yeah, I didn't. I just Rose, Rose McGowan was a problem in that movie, but uh, Rose McGowan is a problem. Um, but uh, so th- there's a well, I mean, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's one. Th- there's a scene uh, where they call in, they're calling in like an airstrike, and um, and Anthony Anderson goes, Yeah, they're sending F 22s into the city, and then they immediately cut to a scene where there's F 16s taken off. <laughs> and, uh, and, and only like an airplane nerd like me would have would have caught that i was like right. wait a minute wait a minute wait i a saw minute. the same um, thing man i was like wait, like, oh, like I, don't know, I don't know about this man there's also a weird scene around this time with um where like there's john boyd john Turturro, and the tom brady guy and they're arguing over what should happen right but like john Turturro and john Voigt are in one they're, they're like almost like in the same you know they're almost touching each other and they they, they right. hand over to them and they talk and they argue and they come back to their guy but and it goes in super like super tight on his face like and then it cuts back to their two guys and it's why they're moving around and then it cuts back to the dude and he's just right in the camera it was almost like he wasn't even in the same room it's like right. they, it, it was like season four of rest of development where that they were like filming dialogue <laughs> scenes in different states at, a month apart like uh, <laughs> it, was really, it was really weird it was a real real weird scene and it was it was even lit differently oh, um, speaking of yeah like like uh being paid extra for certain scenes and things said how many times do you think uh tigers gibson made um it said bring the rain i think he, he said, said it like dude, three or four times in the movie. bring the rain that was like his catchphrase somebody he wanted to get that dude over. he can play one character mm-hmm he does it well. And just, That's what he does. And his character is, I'm a guy who shouts that I do not like what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like it. He didn't like it at all. That's true. Um, it's two hours into this movie at this point, and I still haven't seen the Michael Bay scene. You know the scene where there's the two guys, and he likes to circle the camera around right. them and raise the camera it's up? Coming. I still haven't seen that. I still haven't seen that scene yet. I've seen, like, parts of it. But I haven't seen the actual scene yet, and I'm real. Uh, I'm real I had a kind of a point. like a meta moment when they're um they're fighting uh the, the little frenzy robot and the um robot and the uh like I guess Air Force Museum that's in the bottom of the uh of the dam, <laughs> which Why I don't know. Let me start on that one. And they find like there's shotguns behind glass cases with ammo in there. So, <laughs> but leaving that aside, there's a scene where they're trying to like make it seem like the the robot is in the entire time. They, they pan around this pillar. They get the entire room. It had to be the weirdest direction. Okay, no, no, guys. We're going to circle around the room. Like, why? Just trust me on this. It's going to look really cool. Right. It was Spoiler, like, it, it did not look really cool. <laughs> oh, well. Man, I, I tell you no, what, though. John Boyd can still sling a shotgun. Dude, I know. He, he, was he looked kill, really he was cool killing. shooting through the door. No way, no way. That was, that was really cool. Um, we're also two hours in, and now we, get, we finally get Megatron versus Optimus Prime. Right. Two hours into this, this is that's almost half of season one of Transformers, right? Yeah, and then, that's actually accurate. 
we really never get a good look at it. It's just no, a bunch no. of moving metal parts. And that, that, you know, and we there's a big giant dumb CG battle, and like I really hate these things. And I uh, like, but this is almost sort of the blueprint for all the Marvel movies that came right after this, where right. it's like everything's like a one to two second cut, and uh, there's like a lot of the same color palette, so it all kind of blends in together, so you don't see where CG is bad. I think there's right. a reason for that. Um, and you can't really tell what's going on. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't like those things. I'm. I'm on record saying that I just don't really care for Marvel movies for the most part. Like, I'll, right. I mean, yeah. I, like, I, I don't think I've seen one since. Nah, man, I don't... Oh no, no, I, I take that back. I did uh, finally at some point. Uh, I decided to watch them all because uh, I was tired of talking trash about them and not having seen. I mean, you can't um, hate something without understanding it. No, no, no. exactly. There's still some. I've watched I have to skip many over. movies just so I can talk crap about it. Oh yeah, oh totally. Um, and I, I had to skip over a few of them because, like, uh, like Thor two was just uh, is just a, like a pile of trash, and I, I can't I can't make it through Thor two. Um, I can barely make it through Thor one to be honest. Uh, I like that one, but whatever. I mean, yeah. I, I like all those, but you know, I, I also I'm pretty easy to please. I like liking things. In some way, me in some ways, me and Ed should be arch enemies, but we're not. <laughs> See, that's a good, see I, I want to say that I get a bad rap for hating a lot of things because I, I, I like a lot of things. Oh, dude, you get I like a, a lot fair of, rap. No, I like a lot of things. I love a lot of things. But the thing is, is that people just don't respond to, to when, I, when I tell people to watch something or read something. They're just like, <laughs> but I talk about how much I hate something that people are like, just people torches and pitchforks. Like, <laughs> it was like, okay, so uh, like for years and years, I, like I was telling people that they need to read Game of Thrones and no right. one, everyone was like, <laughs> or or they, they I, I would physically hand them my copy of the, of the first book they would right. read the first like five pages and go this is really boring and then hand it back to me and say this is no good and what happened what happened five years after that hey ed have you seen this new show called game of thrones <laughs> hold on I'm like you mean the one that i've been beating you over the face with the, the book for the past five or six years like uh because people don't respond to, to good things. I even did an experiment on, on social media once where where I, I made a post called, I hate you deeply. And, and I listed things that I hated. And man, I got like 500 comments on that. And then I was like, as an experiment, two days later, I wrote, I did a post called, I love you deeply. And you know how many comments I got on that one? Like four. Because people and do people get that idea care. from Dan Klaus. I did get it from Dan Klaus. Ah, I absolutely yeah. got it from Dan Klaus. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Thank, wow, I'm glad, I'm glad you got that. I'm really happy about that. So yeah, um, the, then again, um, how many how many times has someone gone, Ed, you haven't seen Ghostbusters? And you're like, dude, I'm not even gonna watch it now because I don't want to I don't want to hear people say you I was, seen Ghostbusters I was tired. I never I never said it was bad though. I just but, I was so tired of you. I had not seen like, it, you would not oh. see it because people are doing that to you. It was it's it's a great movie. It is a it is a great movie, but I was tired of people freaking out that I hadn't seen it. Like, um, I, I have the same thing with Goonies. I've never watched Goonies, and people really uh, their mind. Yeah, I don't really about. care about Goonies yeah. all that much. Oh, I love Goonies. I like Goonies more than Ghostbusters, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so th there's a scene here uh, where uh, Bumblebee gets blown, his legs get blown off, and right. uh, Ma Megan Fox uh, hooks him to a tow truck and drags him around. Which is, I am going to say, that is a nod to the kung fu film Crippled Masters. Where one guy doesn't have any legs and one guy doesn't have any arms, they have to carry each other around and fight for each other. <laughs> um, um, I, I think that's straight up a, a nod to that movie. Um, I, I will say that's the coolest thing anyone in this movie does. Oh yeah, 
Everything uh, good. It, she does everything good in the movie. You're absolutely correct. How does she um, reach into the cab and find the two wires to uh, to click to uh, jumpstart it? Like within her seconds. Dad, like her dad there they are. Do click, click, her, her, done. Her dad was apparently in gone in sixty seconds. Or, that uh, reminds yeah, exactly. me. This the the most unrealistic thing about this movie is when he finds out that she used to steal cars and he's turned off by it. Yeah, yeah I agree. That is not yeah. real life. I'd be like, dude, how'd you do that? That's and, how most, most people do. Like, you're the most interesting person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty punk rock, man. You should, if you, if you like the misfits and skateboarding, then you should have, uh, you should have. Really <laughs> You'd be like, have you heard the Strokes on my shirt? Um, <laughs> what yeah. one other thing I want to bring up from the battle? What Michael Bay thinks is the most romantic thing a man and a woman can do together is wake up from an explosion. Does that, like, does that happen a lot in Michael Bay movies? I, like, I, I don't think I'm as well versed in these movies as I should be, but uh... <laughs> like, like they just look so in love when they wake <laughs> up from the. It, there's so much more emotion to that in that than when characters die later. Like you yeah. know, like like it's the it's the emotional focal point of the movie. They wake up and they, they their finds hands find each other suddenly. Right. Yeah. Oh, you you survived! Thank God. <laughs> so did they ever explain what the all spark is because i swear to god i paid attention to this movie and and, and i don't still even really know what it is don't ever really it's it's a an analogous uh thing that makes life or is the ending of all life or <laughs> is uh is the most powerful thing in the galaxy I... or the universe and always runs away and flies away to different planets because it doesn't want to be found i don't know and if you put it into Optimus Prime's chest it kills him but it goes away that makes no sense like they're like okay we have this cube now how do we get rid of it? Can we blow it up? Well, no, you can't blow it up. It's energy. Oh, well, okay. We're gonna put it in Optimus Prime's chest. That'll make it just go away. Well, then why don't they just put it in? Why don't they just put it in? Like, well, they, I guess they did. That was the whole, the whole. See, apparently, the movie, they, they had this in. one thought the entire movie. Like, oh, hey, if that works on him, it should work on him. Right. And then he blows. Then he blows him up. And then yeah. And then we we, we then we get this this Dinume and uh, like. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Optimus Prime just comes up with like one of his one of his guys. I think it was Jazz. He's ripped in half. And he's all like, "Well, we lost oh. a comrade, but we gained a bunch more." Yeah. Like, he's darn. he's oh, more Jazz. upset about Megatron being dead than Jazz. Yeah. But no, speaking of that, when they get rid of them in the end, that is the biggest Chekhov's gun. They're just going to put him in the bottom of this trench. We can't go into, and they're alien metal that we don't understand. But they're obviously going to be crushed by the pressure. We don't ever worry about them again. <laughs> Did they throw all of them into the trench? Or yes. Megatron? Okay. No, no, I, they I, I all, all, the, all the dead Septicons in the middle of, the, of this trench that we have no concept of how to actually get to the bottom of, right. or right. we can't. T- there's we have no ability to get down to the bottom of. But this is alien metal. We don't understand that. Apparently, is bionic or somehow biotic style metal that will regrow. So it'll be fine. If we just put it down there on our planet. I mean, they could have built a rocket and shot it off into Mars. Right, they could have shot him in the sun. In the sun, couldn't they? Well, could they just frozen him again? Because he was frozen for however many, like a hundred years or something right. like that. Like, like, game, I guess. Just freeze, just freeze him again. Frozen him somewhere where they could keep an eye on him. Right, like they, like they did, like they had it. They right, had like they, it. that exact like worked spot. for like sixty odd years. Like, so also, what, has he been on the planet as long as the the Allspark? Has he been on the planet for ten thousand years? Uh, no, I think. He came later, right? Looking for yeah, the Yeah, he came looking for it. Like he tracked it down and he found it. So it could have been it was here for ten thousand years. He could have been here for nine thousand five hundred and ninety-nine years. I don't well, we don't doing know. doing what? Being frozen. 
who froze it? No, because it was like the government froze it, right? It's okay. Like, no, he, I'm totally he confused. So it's timeline in Antarctica. Yeah. So oh, okay. okay. Let's okay. look at this way. Um, it was the same thing that happened with like Fire in the Sky. That episode of the Jet Fire. Okay. Uh, no, okay. Okay. No. No. Gets, I, like, mean, I could. I could see how you would miss it because it was like the fifth exposition info dump in the movie. <laughs> well, they, they, I thought they could have given you like a like a little bit more at the very beginning. They could have given you like a little something. I, I don't right, need yeah. like I don't need you know, the eighty three Dune exposition. I don't need a book <laughs> to read with it, but uh, an accompanying right. pamphlet. But I mean, so, like maybe a little something besides dumping me into Better Off Dead, you know? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, uh, dude, this. So for, first of all, I'm really not happy this movie wasn't streaming on anything. Like, uh, like I think uh, I might same. own the, I think I might own the DVD somewhere, but I don't know where my DVDs are. And also, right. I don't I, like I just rebuilt my computer, and I don't have a, a DVD drive in there, and uh, I don't know I don't know what I own that can actually play DVDs anymore because it's like everything like. Like I have a PS5, but I, don't, I like I, I know it can't play CDs. I don't know if it can. I don't know if it can play DVDs or not. I don't know. I was in um, a similar. I do know where all my DVDs are, and I was positive I had this, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So I had to rent it on Amazon. Same. Yeah. So uh, like, and also I'm, I'm so far out of the loop on like how to illegally access things on the internet. Not, <laughs> not, but also, but also, more I haven't stolen guys. anything on the internet for years. Well, I mean, yeah, I you know, should talk to Anthony you're... Anderson's character in this. He's a black guy and knows to steal all, his, all the maybe music. I, maybe I should have, but, no, but again, donuts. not that more than me sees guys endorses piracy in any way, shape or form. No. Right. So I, I, ended up, I ended up having to, to rip this thing on iTunes, which is my, my whole thing. Cause I want, it's it like $17 to buy it. I was like, if it was on sale for like $5, I would have, you know, anything for five bucks, right. I'll, I'll buy it just yeah. to even, to watch it once but so i ended up having to buy and rent it for a day and uh so that's strike one and uh and this also <laughs> cut into my it cut into my sunday morning time before the rest of my house gets up but i normally use that time to like either like play the witcher or i paint warhammer models and i actually right. had to pay attention to this show and make notes and i'm not very happy about that at all yeah. um so uh, that's strike two. i could say and, at least um, i didn't have to make notes on this one because it, it burned in my memory again because of you know i'm sorry to hear that yeah thank you <laughs> you know um uh, one more thing on it. I think it's probably the most made fun of thing about this movie, but I still think we need to mention it of how weird it is that Sam decides to make make out with his girlfriend on oh top God. of his best friend. Oh, I never thought about that. That's, yeah, that's, that's so real strange. Weird. That's, and, wow, that's really weird. And just yeah, while, and then, while three, like four other sentient yes. cars are watching, all <laughs> just sitting there huh. parked, hanging out while this, uh, this, um, I don't know. Uh, underage porn is going on on, on Bonvie's hood. Are yeah, these transformers? Are Michael Bay's transformers kind of pervs? It seems like. Hey, they, yeah, they learned they, how they to speak a, in the World Wide Web. They did. They, they did a lot of time. Uh, they do some time like uh, peeking into the windows a lot too. So uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you okay, know, well, I want to. I want to. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was like, wait, why? Are they they bashing the old style Camaro so much? I love that design. Of course, oh, yeah. Seventies Camaro is great. Man. Dude, I, I, that's uh, that's the falsest line in the movie because everything they've set up about that girl, she yes. would love the old Camaro. You like let's buff out the, the the rust. Let's give him a primer coat and let's paint this thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you can't go buy one of those right now. Like at the like you can't go to like the Chevy dealership. Like, right. You know, so that's right. That's but, exactly um, why. You know, I, I, I want to touch on the music here though, because like okay, so. Sam or Spike spends he spends two thirds of the movie with, with the Strokes T-shirt on. Right. But you go in the soundtrack. Is there any Strokes in the soundtrack? Yeah. Nope. You know what is in there? Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park, Disturbed, yeah. the Goo Goo Dolls, and then a bunch of forgettable emo stuff. And but the actual soundtrack itself leaves off Marvin Gaye, the Cars, James Brown, and the theme from Battle Without Honor or Humanity. Like 
seriously, one of the coolest pieces of cinematic music. They put it in this movie during the part where Bumblebee changes right. into the into the new uh, thing. And, yeah, it also uh, they was in every single trailer for around five years. That's a great piece of. Oh, well, it's in Kill Bill. I just want to put yeah, little note yeah. Kill oh, Bill. Yeah. But uh, yeah. um, uh, if you haven't seen the actual movie Battle Without Honor or Humanity, you should actually absolutely watch it because it's uh, all right. It's, uh, in- it's it's very good um, if you can sit through Japanese uh, subtitle gangster movies. Which I which I can I mean like uh, um, uh, yeah uh, so I also have to say like this might be the movie that has the most matrixy like squeals and like bass we- weird uh, I don't know computer bass <laughs> garbles oh those like stingers yeah oh yeah. god the whole opening scene <laughs> that has this weird garbled computer sound like generated trash I got so tired of hearing that that sound. Uh, right. Every time they listened to the signal that came across, it was uh, creating a virus. Is the same squelchy, weird garble sound. And like, come on, guys! If the I dude think those home- are, yeah, those are. I think those are a lot of times are made uh, with the, like the theater, the cinema. Oh yeah, it, it, in, in mind because yeah, because it's, it's supposed to be like hitting you from all these places and you know shaking yeah. the, the right. and that kind of stuff. I, I think I don't know, Jay, who you yeah. know more about that kind of stuff than I do. So I, I mean, uh, definitely for surround scans, there one there's a lot of weird sounds that'll just come out of one speaker in the back and stuff like that to give you the surround feeling. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sick of that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Was, I like, something else, height of it though, or here. Yeah, something else I don't like that Michael Bay loves to do is this thing where he has these featured extras in the middle of a big action scene where he like. It'll take a couple of seconds to like zoom in on somebody's face while something's going on, right. or like there was like like that one part where there's there's like the car with the mom and her kid, and they uh you know and like anybody any reasonable director would have just had that car like you know screeching off, but he had yeah. to zoom in to the car and have the the you know the mom clutch her child and have the the son you mm-hmm. know start off like oh mom that was cool or you know, how about like, the uh, the scene where Ironhide flips over this this uh, woman in a sundress in the middle of town like she's just standing there looking up it's just standing there the yeah middle of the road when there is a giant robot battle going on why isn't she not like in the basement of some like Chinese restaurant in this town I I, I hate I hate that and uh I mean like I, I was a featured extra in a movie once and oh. and I even even I hate this thing so I don't <laughs> it makes me angry so uh yeah. um especially but especially in action movies though like if, if it's in some dumb horror movie I think it's fine but um if you're, how many like, people I, do you think were killed in this battle <laughs> so many I mean not at as, least 10,000 right not as many <laughs> as in as in Man of Steel I guess right yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a whole but, city uh, yeah. more than um uh well no I was about to say no I was about to say more than the first Avengers movie but no I think the first Avengers probably killed a ton of people oh right? yeah um same 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 energy there more than, I'd say more than uh that the terrible uh the bad X-Men movie, which uh the third one, the third X-Men movie was oh yeah, last day. The last day that movie was that that was oh, I you know, so. I've watched that movie more than any other superhero movie just because I keep thinking maybe it'll be good this time. It never is. It's always mm-hmm. crap. Oh wait, I'm so I'm now Oh, you mean the third of the the, uh, the those original ones that came out, not the yeah. first class run. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I really hate that part where like like they, they established that Magneto, like I, like I love Magneto. I think he's one right. of the best villains in all of comics. Um, you know, and he's like he's a really powerful dude when you think about you know the levels of that guy's power. And you know, he did that cool thing in like X Men Two where he would just like grab random metal and make discs out of it and fly and float around. And because he would fly standing up, and bad guys that fly standing up are the most—that's the most arrogant bad guy there is. Right. is a bad guy that flies standing up. Right, but totally. Like, 
Yeah, so, I mean, he could have, like, there was that part where they were going to, like, Alcatraz or whatever, and, uh, you know, he could have just flown standing up, you know, he could have just, you know, been, you know, at attention and flying across there on, a, on like, a like a chunk of, like, you know, like a piece of a car or something like right. that, but instead he just moves the entire, like, Golden Gate Bridge over there and makes a bridge to Alcatraz. Yeah. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you give the good guys an end? Why don't you, like, <laughs> like you can just fly your dudes over there and, and cut everybody off from you. Except for, yeah, like, only like two of those guys can fly. Right, exactly. So you can get your whole your whole crew over there, and you guys are there. And like, come on, Storm! Like you're right. the only one that can fly over here. Like right. Wolverine can just like sink into the bottom of the ocean because he can't swim because he weighs five hundred <laughs> pounds. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's so, yeah, a, yeah. It, it was, Sorry it was, for that tangent. There's also like it was supposed to be this this like random no name town in the, in the Midwest, I guess. I don't know exactly where. Maybe around like like Nevada. I can't. Yeah. I don't think they ever like named what it was because it was around the 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 um, dam. Um. So yeah, basically. Oh that, yeah, that whole, yeah, that's thing. right. Oh yeah. Okay. I will say one thing I really do like about the uh, third movie, which is that's very little things I like about it, but third and fourth movie, <laughs> they basically um there there's this whole like sign they have the whole thing where like they, um, they're trying to have people like rat out if you say robot the reporting right, kind of right. thing because they've destroyed so much of the planet right. they keep blowing things up like it's after chicago um gets blown up in the second movie third movie i don't know uh yeah the third one so yeah now they're, they're basically saying like if you see, see a robot report it because we we're going to take him out we we're tired of having him here that was the most real thing that appears <laughs> in any of these movies like That's... we will blow them up just tell us where they are no, well, I mean, you know, my my favorite version of the Transformers is the Marvel Comics version, mm-hmm. which was essentially just X Men with robots. Oh yeah, I mean, even and uh, and th- that it. felt right. like that definitely. Yeah, they um they had a that a little bit of a crossover early on. I mean, they had we we're talking about on the uh, last episode. Death's Head was um in Marvel Comics. He showed up in like hell. He was in Doctor Who comics. He was also right. in the Marvel Transformers comics in the UK. Uh, they had Spider-Man in the black suit um, show up from the first issues of uh, right. Transformers. Whatever, I remember that. Uh, I've got like a I got found a box of uh, comics that's in the other room now. But uh, I mean, there is so many like they try to tie it together. Even when they before they um, brought into uh, the second the little Generation Two Transformers line or run they did, they even had him show up in Snake Eyes, the comic Snake Eyes, right? Megatron to be rebuilt as uh, the the. the Obviously, very disguising and not garish at all. Green with purple uh, camo uh, body he has as, as a tank. Um, you gotta so blend in, dog. You're in disguise. Yeah, so that's a, that's well, a disguise. Uh, camo so scenery. yeah, there's there's all the things they've they've tried to tie the the whole thing together. So yeah, Marvel actually, you know, there's a lot of you know origins and stuff between Dreamwave and everything else. Marvel was a typical '80s toy catalog um, comic book, but it was still a lot right. of fun. Yeah. I um I actually was having this super dark thought about the Marvels, uh the eighties Marvel comic uh today because yeah, I don't know if you guys frequent comic book stores a lot, but you're starting to find that stuff in back issue bins again. And forever mm-hmm. you did. And you're yep. starting to see stuff like, you know, Conan and Shang Chi, just this stuff that I'm I'm super into that you couldn't find in bins because they just weren't getting restocked. Like comic stores weren't buying them back. People weren't letting go of them. And suddenly you're starting to see them again. And I realized, oh, that's because people my age are starting to die. <laughs> oh my God. That's oh, like Jesus, their wives man. and their children settling <laughs> oh off. Wow. Or they're getting divorces and things like that. Right. You know, like, I got to yeah. get all my stuff. 
That's no, that's a yeah. good that's a good point. Yeah, seventies Marvel stuff is showing up. But you know what's weird is like I remember like um you know back in the nineties when you and I hung out a lot. Um, right. Like uh, you know that stuff would be in like quarter bins. You, you'd oh, be right. able to find like like Deadly Fist of Kung Fu or uh, Haha um <laughs> your comics in uh um uh, that's a side joke uh jay who has a band called deadly fist of kung fu by the way uh listeners um but uh you know you'd find that those shang chi comics or um you know or, or old conan or uh, right right uh werewolf by night that's something that that was like, oh, man. Been that. garbage you know and like uh you know it, especially it, but it's cool if you, you know if you've got a stack of them and you know they still had the marvel coupons in the back and all that stuff right. but like dude like I go to the comic store now and I see those things and they're like like forty bucks an issue or something. I know. Like, what happened? Like what happened? That people want this stuff. It's, we it's got older. Um, uh, same I, thing. I guess trying to, trying to find the old Transformers, you know, like uh, in good shape. You know, they're all of a sudden went up in price because people are our age are going like, oh man, I I I don't want to be forty or fifty years old again. I want to pretend I'm like twelve again and buy all the stuff. And I you know, my, my, me, I've kept all this stuff in boxes, you know, for years. So I mean, like that's. It's one of those things where we're, we, you know, for my friend uh, Boo, you know, who's on the uh, episode last week, we've right. seen it. Like there's, there's ebbs and flows, you know, people have this like, um, I don't know, it's like almost a second childhood, you know, middle, midlife crisis kind of thing. And they realize like, oh, I love this stuff. And they buy it up and they, they sell a year later because they realize they didn't really care. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just how it goes. <laughs> It's I, like I've said, it's like I've said before. You know, you know, you you get all hyped up for buying for something that you want. You go buy it. You know, you go you go find the Boba Fett with the uh, with the half circles in the hands, and then you you get it. You get home and you're like, you just spent fifty bucks on an action figure, and then you're like, and you get this this feeling of like emptiness where you're like, well, I didn't do exactly at all what I wanted it to do. And then you're no, like, you know, I'm you're spent. trying to do you're trying to find the one Boba Fett that had the the, the firing missile launcher in the back. Yeah, like that. You know, existing. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like I remember, it was it was little. I had when it fired. No, you, you okay, didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, you really no, you didn't. didn't. No, uh, yeah, man. So this, but this movie though, man. Uh, it, I swear, this movie. This was like four movies. Um, yeah, really? It, it, it was like so. There, yeah, there was like the Transformer stuff. There was like a military action movie. There was a sort of spy movie based on like a half baked H.P. Lovecraft plot, and then it, <laughs> and then it, and then like a teen romance. And uh, yeah. there might there might be a fun movie somewhere in there if you pulled all that stuff out and like you know made like one movie based on one of those things maybe um it uh it, yeah it yeah i don't know uh, if i had to give I mean, this a rating man um I, I if i had to go with my rating system i'd probably have to go with like one dumb pair of glasses with blueprints on them out of five i can't i like i just can't i can't even with this movie it, right. it, it, yeah um yeah yeah um I, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I got. I got to say though, um, it was there. Were, I, I think this. This I say second half, maybe the fourth quarter of the movie was just like okay. I just one kind of wanted to end, you know. But <laughs> there was a, a lot of like parts in the mi- middle. Like I love Sam's parents. I can watch a movie right. of just them. They doing stuff. Her drunk or something on like cheap wine. Um, I could you know the whole thing. The whole military plot. Some of it was actually kind of good. Like I hated the characters. Um, right. The whole like blowing up a city. That's one thing I love about the third movie. They blow up Chicago. It's right. cool to watch. Yeah. It actually, you know. So all that aside, I mean, I, I'll, I've you haven't seen the bad episodes yet of Transformers. I haven't. You haven't. All right. Uh, we're gonna right. when we get you into haven't. the next season. You have not. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, I give this too, just for like it still has a few tearjerker scenes, but you know, it right. could been it could have been any number of movies with big giant hulking monsters in it. Yeah, that's the difference, right? Jay, you, you got you got a rating here. You gonna go? Uh, you gonna go? Transformers well, is see, as good as Transformers. Or, uh... My kayfabe answer has to be Transformers <laughs> is equal to Transformers. 
fair. Uh, Very fair. But um, yeah, I mean, totally. It's just, I mean, the weirdest thing about this movie is that the smallest percentage of the four movies that are in it is the movie about giant robots who transform into cars. <laughs> like yeah. that is probably 20% of this movie. And I think that's its biggest failure problem. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking the same because I, I tried to find like a like like a, a chart of like screen time for those guys in it, but I, I couldn't find anything. But I, I don't think it's any more than a quarter of the movie that um yeah. that the Transformers are actually in the Transformers movie, right? Um, which was yeah, which was yeah. I don't know, man. Um, this movie was also the fifth highest grossing movie in two thousand seven, which is weird because I thought that this movie was huge. I thought it was. I thought it was better than that. Yeah, but, I um, thought this movie was two thousand seven. Yeah, what about it? Uh, the third. Okay, so the, the third Pirates movie. Um, which again, we don't conf- condone piracy in any way, shape, or form, especially <laughs> with Johnny Depp. Um, uh, Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potter movies. Um, okay, so uh, actually, the, the Harry Potter movie that comes out this year is my favorite of the Harry Potter. Okay. Um, so, uh, Spider Man Three came out that year. Uh, the Simpsons Three Hundred. You know how I feel uh, about Spider Man Three. Uh, I love Spider Man Three. I do. Um, too. Uh, Shrek. Uh, came out um and, and you know so i'm watching that and i'm like did anything good come out in 2007 yeah. um and <laughs> yeah. but then I, I dug down and it was like pan's labyrinth departed casino royale no country mm-hmm. for old men there will be blood black snake moaned mist grindhouse and apparently there was a, a remake of the hitcher with sean bean oh, and yeah. another and another Pumpkinhead movie came out that year <laughs> who knew I, I will, I will tell you this is gonna be a very uh very uh fought over uh, opinion but I just didn't like There Will Be Blood. I wanted to like it. The ending, the ending, like, no, I'm, I'm done. Man, okay, so you had, God, you had one of the greatest actors of all time doing yep. this crazy, you know, chewing scenery, and you had uh, Johnny Greenwood from uh, Radiohead doing the score. It's like, you may right. as well just put, like, a like a, a Warhammer figure in a jujitsu magazine at the stand, and it would, it, 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 I, I couldn't have gotten any faster than that. I mean, like. Yeah, uh, I just, so. I just, I watched it. I mean, because a friend of mine was telling me, you got to see this movie. But. You should have called this band that there will be blood. I was listening to that band before you. It is just like <laughs> such hipster bait. That's Paul Dano's in it. Like you know, yeah. hipster bait. Drew uh, that, no, I, I can say the same thing about uh, the um, assassination of Jesse James. I, I listened to the Warren Ellis yeah, Nick Cave score the entire time. It came out. That came out in 2007. Also, oh, I uh, love that movie so uh, much. I saw, I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen it. So, uh. And I am really glad that you had Black Snake Moan on your list of great movies. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. I don't know. Why it's I a like great that. movie. God, how canceled would somebody be for making that movie today? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, but you know, I mean, uh, like, I was a big fan of uh, R.L. Burnside, and it was, you yeah. know, that, that movie's just uh, it's just basically like a like an R.L. Burnside, uh, yeah. you know, soundtrack. But to, it's it, it is to R.L. Burnside what like Tron Legacy is to Daft Punk, you know. But um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and I, I tell you, when I saw uh, Black Snake Moan, I swear to God, I probably sat and uh, played uh, a Bird Without a Feather on guitar for probably like a month. Like all day, every day, just uh, just that one riff over and over again. So uh, um, that movie's that movie's uh, that movie's rad. Um, well, I'll go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here because it's you know it's been a pretty long episode. But it's been yeah. fun. I mean, honestly, yeah, I talked a lot. Sorry. Yeah, guys. we we all do. No, we no, 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 apologize. That was awesome, dude. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much for coming on, man. That was uh, uh, that was so fantastic. Well, so, I just wanted to say I can't wait for you guys to get to Augie Kane. I can't wait for you guys to get to Carbomia. Oh my oh, god. My, I know, yeah, I know about Carbomia. These are some of my favorite things from the Transformers. And I imagine that there's a lot of people you know who's clamoring to be a guest when you get to the 86 movie. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put my street cred of why it should be me. Like, I'm, I'm all <laughs> I for it. I over my VHS copy Dang. of Trading Places. Oh, not that. 
with Transformers the movie. I uh I I remember oh, I was telling Ed this one point. I rented it from Blockbuster and I had an old camcorder that could right. it didn't have copy protection. So I rented it. I put a, a, a tape in my uh, camcorder and I went through a VCR and I did the loop thing, recorded right. that's my copy for years. I I probably have like five or six copies of it on DVD and Blu-ray at this point. I um just so you understand what a deep commitment that is. I was 12 years old at that time. <laughs> I should have oh, been yeah, more no. interested in oh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis than I was Transformers. That's that's no, that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. But so that's uh, my yeah. pitch. Oh no! All right, we'll uh, we'll put you. You're on the list. I'm you're number one on the list, then, dude. I'm gonna sounds good. Strike you down. So, uh, Jay, who you want to you want to plug your uh, plug your show, please? Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, real phonies. You find it in all the places you find podcasts, except for YouTube. We don't do YouTube because I guess none of us like our faces. Uh, <laughs> that is that's spelled R E E L P H O N I E S. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, you know, Ed mentioned my band. I think we're playing at the Handlebar on March fourth. So come out and see us. Nice. Oh, no, okay. All right. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put a link to you guys' show on um on uh, Spotify and uh and such on our show notes too. If you uh, if you want to check it out, please do. Yeah, right. really cool. Well, cool. All right, gentlemen, I appreciate it all. This is uh. It was a fun conversation. I <laughs> this was, this was awesome, Jay. Dude, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, man. That was no problem. I had a blast. Fun, so, uh... cool. All right, y'all take it easy. Ed, you want to give us anything to take us out? No, no, I don't have a quote this 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 week except for I just hated this movie and I and I, and I, I want to go and uh and now I want to go play The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all take it easy. Thanks so much for being here. Later, guys. Later.